peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good Today, I'm going to return to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, and we are going to get to or start at verse 15, and I believe today I'm going to go through verse 20. So, let's get into this. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is witness to us after that he had said before this is the covenant that i will make with them after those days saith the lord i will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds will i write them and their sins and iniquities will i remember no more so since verse 15 begin that way i'm going to go back to verse 14 so you understand a little better what's going on or you could go back and watch yesterday's video and continue from there but in verse 14 it says for by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified and then you get that's where you get verse 15 whereof the Holy Ghost also is witness to us for after that he had said before this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days saith the Lord I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more so that word witness means testimony attestation of a fact or event that which furnishes evidence or proof the holy spirit gives attestation of the sanctification of a believer and it goes on further to explain in verse 16 and 17 this is the covenant that i will make with them after those days saith the lord i will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds i will write them and their sins and iniquities i will remember no more this is a quote of the book of jeremiah we're going to go there chapter 31 verses 31 through 34 all right we're there jeremiah 31 verse 31 behold the days come saith the lord 
that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day, in the day that I took them out of the hand to br- that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was an husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts and write in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them saith the Lord for I will forgive their iniquity and will remember their sins no more. So we'll go back to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 15. So what is this? What is this all about? What this is about is the work that happens after a person gets saved. God bestows upon that person the Holy Spirit. This is what moves inside of us. This is what wills us to do of his good pleasure. This is what testifies of the salvation that is within us. This is what gives testimony. In the book of Romans chapter 8, Get there. Romans chapter eight, verse nine. Lest anyone would be confused about this topic, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God, listen to this, dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. I faintly remember um, after I got saved, there was, I, I can't remember when exactly, but I remember encountering some people and there was a debate of whether the Holy Spirit indwells a believer. Well, if you read Romans chapter eight, verse nine, you see very clearly, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his, right? The spirit of God, when a person gets saved, dwells in them. Now, let that sink in and think about what was said in the book of Jeremiah and what was said by these verses. God said he would write these laws on the inward part. There's a supernatural happening when a person gets saved. When the Holy Spirit of God, and this is the thing, this is why when I, when I, talk with people about an eternal salvation and people get the get the impression that I believe a person can get saved and just go off and live however they want. I often try to point them back to this principle right here. How in the world can 
the Holy Spirit of the living God dwell in you. And there's no evidence of that. That doesn't even make sense. I'm not saying you'll be perfect and spotless. I'm just saying that there should be some evidence of the spirit of God dwelling in you. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is witness to us. Um, let me go. Where am I going? I am now going to verse. Okay. Verse 18. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Now, I want you to remember again and take in mind when you're listening through the book of Hebrews that this is to a Jewish audience, an Orthodox Jewish audience that holds to the teachings of the Old Testament. So what's being done here is is they're, they're being taught, they're being discipled in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ lest they go back to their old ways and to their, into their old forms of worship. The, the book of Hebrews is instructing them on how much better the Lord Jesus Christ is from everything that they once did. Not that there's anything wrong with those things, but the idea and what's being pushed across is those things were a picture of what was to come, the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for sin. So in verse 18, now where, uh, where remission of these is, there is no more sacrifice. Now again, for sin, now again, remember in the audience, every year there was a sacrifice for sin in the holiest of holies. And the thing about about this verse um, that I love is, okay, so when you go back to verse 17, I almost forgot about this. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. I almost skipped this verse because I, I had a thought right there. Notice there is no discussion in this verse of tense. What I mean by that is, it's not saying your past sins. It's not saying only your present sins. It says, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Again, this is not licensed to go off and live and do um, whatever you want. But what this is, this shows that when God, when God forgave you, if you've been saved, he forgave all. Everything past, present, future, all sins. The Lord Jesus Christ died for every single one of them. Man, that's great. Okay, so verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now, again, I want you to remember this is to a Jewish audience 
who would be orthodox um practicing um the 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 tenets of the old testament how they should right so they're being again discipled in the ways of the lord jesus christ so imagine all your life you grew up in this community where there was this temple and there was the holiest of holies and only the high priest could go in there it would blow your mind if one day you were told that this was just a picture and a show of things to come and you yourself could enter the holiest of holies that's what makes this so significant in the book of hebrews again we're gonna go to chapter nine and i'm gonna start at verse one and read down to verse nine um to to show you what i'm talking about here then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary for there was a tabernacle made the first wherein was the candlestick and the table and the shewbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had a golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the gold pot that had manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the tables of the covenant and over it cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot now speak particularly now when these things were thus ordained the priests went always into the first tabernacle according to the service of god but into the second went the high priest alone once every year not without blood which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while at the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. So that gives you a little backstory about, about the holiest of all. Here's an, here's another thing. Um, I want to point out, uh, this is one of my favorite verses. It's uh Hebrews chapter four, I believe verse 16. Yes. Let us, therefore, this statement is made again, come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Again, this is talking to a, a, uh, a Orthodox Jewish audience who has been saved. So, they are being now discipled in the ways of the Lord Jesus Christ so that they could understand the Lord Jesus Christ is better than the Old Testament sacrifices. Remember, as I said in a previous video, if you read through the book of Hebrews, you will see a theme that the Lord Jesus Christ is better than the law, 
better than Moses, better than the angels, better than man, better than Mekeseldek. It goes on and on and on. And now it's showing that the Lord Jesus Christ is better than the Old Testament sacrifices because those were a picture of what he was going to do and what he did. Uh, verse 20, and I'll end here today. By a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. The, the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ was the ultimate sacrifice, as I said in the last video. And if you were alive at this time, if you were part of this audience in the book of Hebrews, you would be hearing things that were astonishing to you. Now, we've all heard this for years. Those of us who've read the Bible or have had the Bible preached to us. But you got to remember that these people for years were looking for the Messiah. They didn't. They some of the people might have understood some things. Some of the people didn't. But the Lord Jesus Christ came, paid the price, was the ultimate sacrifice for sin. And the book of Hebrews is showing these people how much better the Lord Jesus Christ is than everything they saw and did in their worship. Because those things were merely a picture of what was to come. The Lord Jesus Christ, the ultimate, the supreme, the better sacrifice for sin. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.